another episode of Leonard Looks at Life. In this episode, we'll be looking at coffee. Last week, we looked at sleep. And I talked about how little sleep I get compared to what they say you should be getting. And this week, I thought we might look at what helps me get through with so little sleep. And that would be the wonderful substance that we call coffee. Now, I wanted to start off by telling you a few facts about coffee consumption in the United States, and you can find this at coffeeaffection.com, and it tells us 22 coffee consumption statistics and facts to know in 2024. Like, Did you know that the average American coffee drinker consumes 3.1 cups of coffee per day? Well, right there, my wife doesn't drink any coffee, so that lets me have 6.2, although that probably is a slow day for me. 66% of Americans drink coffee every day, which is more Americans than drink tap water. 41% of at-home coffee drinkers use a drip machine to make coffee. I count myself among that 41%. In the 2019-2020 fiscal reports, Americans consumed an estimated 3.3 billion, yes, billion with a B, pounds of coffee. That, my friends, is a lot of caffeine. However, the United States ranks only 25th when it comes to countries that drink the most coffee per capita. Let me tell you, I'm doing what I can to help us move up in those rankings. The majority of regular coffee drinkers report drinking it for the flavor, not for the caffeine. I would say I'm probably the opposite of that. I drink it for the caffeine, although I drink so much of it for the caffeine that I have gotten used to the flavor. But I think if I could ever give up the caffeine and go to decaf, I think I could give up coffee then. Related to that, decaf coffee is the least popular coffee drink, according to Statistica reports, with only 0.23 cups being enjoyed per day. So look at that, 0.23 cups per day of decaffeinated versus 3.1 cups of regular coffee. That tells you all you need to know about the popularity of decaf right there. In America, 517 million cups of coffee are consumed per day. 50% of people in the U.S., or 150 million people, consume specialty coffee drinks daily. Now, I'm not in that group. I'm just a plain old coffee drinker. 65% of coffee drinkers prefer to enjoy a cup with their breakfast. I would say I'm in that group. Black coffee is preferred by 35% of coffee drinkers. I'm not in that group. I, When I first started drinking coffee, I would put cream and sugar in it. Decades ago, I cut out the sugar, but I still like a little bit of cream to kind of cut the bitterness through there. drive through coffee sales have increased by 8% since January 2020. Well, I'm not doing anything to help that out. I'm a make-my-coffee-at-home kind of guy because I'm a cheap accountant. I think that's why. Cappuccinos and lattes are tied for the most popular coffee beverage in the U.S., bringing in 33% of espresso drinks consumed. 34% of past-day coffee drinkers say they ordered their coffee using an app. I have never ordered my coffee using an app. Starbucks is the top coffee chain in America, and we probably knew that. I am a very infrequent visitor of Starbucks. In fact, I think it has probably been two or three years since I had my last cup of Starbucks coffee. The average cost of a cup of coffee in the U.S. is $3.28. That is probably the reason why, given the 
amount of coffee I consume that I make it at home because I would probably go broke if I was paying $3.28 per cup of coffee. Coffee shops are growing at a 7% annual growth rate. Again, I'm not helping that out much. Finland leads the world in coffee consumption per person at four cups a day. So they've got us by 0.9 cups a day. So all you coffee drinkers out there, drink some more coffee so that we can catch those silly Finlanders. In a 2022 report by the World Population Review, the United States ranked as the top country that drank the most coffee. So I guess while we don't drink as much per capita, we drink more in total. Brazil produces 40% of the world's coffee and is the leader in all production. Maybe you remember from Juan Valdez commercials, he was probably in Brazil, but they produce 40% of the world's coffee. Monaco has an average of 52 Starbucks locations per 1 million people. So I guess Monaco likes their Starbucks. And 110 to 120 million bags of coffee are produced worldwide each year. So those are some interesting coffee consumption facts and statistics for you. Now that I've given you a number of facts and statistics about coffee, I wanted to turn to the fact that there are benefits to drinking coffee. An article on Healthline.com tells us about nine benefits of drinking coffee. The first one that you could probably guess is that coffee boosts energy level. Because coffee contains caffeine, it's a stimulant that's known for its ability to fight fatigue and increase energy levels. So we always like to get that cup of coffee to get going in the morning. A second benefit of drinking coffee can be associated with a decreased risk of developing type 2 diabetes over the long term. One review of 30 studies found that each cup of coffee people consumed per day was linked to a 6% lower risk of developing type 2 diabetes. A third benefit of coffee is that it could support brain health. Well, my brain needs all the help it can get on its health. So although studies have turned up some mixed results, some research suggests that coffee may help protect against certain neurodegenerative disorders, including Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. According to one review of 13 studies, people who regularly consumed caffeine had a significant lower risk of developing Parkinson's disease. So, hey, I'm doing what I can there as well. Another review of 11 observational studies in more than 29,000 people found that the more coffee people consumed, the lower their risk of Alzheimer's disease. Well, at the rate I'm going, maybe I don't have to worry about that one disease. Another benefit of drinking coffee can be that it may promote weight management. According to some research, coffee could alter fat storage and support gut health, both of which may be beneficial for weight management. So that's great too. A fifth benefit of drinking coffee is it, linked, it is linked to a lower risk of depression. Some studies have found that drinking coffee could be associated with a lower risk of depression. According to one review of seven studies, each cup of coffee people consume per day was linked to an 8% lower risk of depression. There again, I'm doing all that I can to fight my risk of depression. A sixth benefit, it could protect against liver conditions. Several studies suggest that coffee could support liver health 
and protect against disease. One study found that drinking more than two cups of coffee per day, (laughs) I do that before I get to work, was linked to lower risks of liver scarring and liver cancer in people with liver disease. Other research shows that the more coffee people drank, the lower their risk of death from chronic liver disease. Amount of coffee I drink, I just may live forever. Seventh benefit of drinking coffee is that some research shows drinking coffee may benefit heart health. In fact, one review found drinking three to five cups of coffee, uh, that's me by mid-morning, per day was tied to a 15% reduced risk of heart disease. Another review of 21 studies showed that drinking three to four cups of coffee daily was associated with a 21% lower risk of stroke. There again, I'm doing all I can to support my health, my heart health, and lower my risk of stroke. An eighth benefit, some research suggests that coffee could help extend longevity thanks to its multitude of potential health benefits. One review of 40 studies concluded that drinking two to four cups of coffee daily was associated with a lower risk of death regardless of factors like age, weight, status, and alcohol consumption. A ninth benefit, it may enhance athletic performance. It's often used as an aid by athletes to look to improve performance and increase energy levels. So the bottom line, this article says, is coffee is a popular beverage that researchers have studied extensively for its many health benefits, including its ability to increase energy levels, promote weight management, enhance athletic performance, and protect against chronic disease. As I said, with the rate I drink coffee, I just may live forever. But I was not always a coffee drinker. In fact, I remember when I was a teenager pretty much making a vow that I would never be a coffee drinker. My dad was a very big coffee drinker. He would drink coffee any time of the day, any time of the year. I remember on hot summer nights, he would come in and he would still have a hot cup of coffee after dinner. And I thought, you know, that's just kind of silly. It's hot out there. Why would I want to drink something hot? And I never really had a desire to drink coffee. But then I went away to college. And I remember my freshman year trying to adjust to studying and doing things and maybe not getting as much sleep as I should, coming to the realization that caffeine would help me stay awake to study. And you could go to the bookstore and get no-dose, which were these concentrated caffeine pills. And I remember trying a couple of those, and they just didn't work. It kind of made me too nervous and upset my stomach, and I didn't like that. And so then I went the route of doing soda pop, came to the realization that Mountain Dew had the most caffeine. And so I started drinking some Mountain Dew. But even back in that day, Mountain Dew wasn't all that expensive, but I came to the realization that coffee would be a lot cheaper than buying cans of pop all the time. And now, you know, this was way in the days before Starbucks. So deciding to drink coffee was not a decision to go out to Starbucks and buy a cup. No, it was a decision to go down to the grocery store, buy a little four-cup drip coffee maker, buy some coffee, buy some filters, buy a coffee cup, and start making my own coffee. And so I did that my freshman year, and I started drinking coffee. And once I started drinking coffee, boy, did I start drinking coffee coffee and I still drink it and it's funny I I, as I said I think it's in the genes because my boys have all turned out to be 
pretty heavy coffee drinkers. A couple of my sons, I say, are more the snobbish kind of coffee drinkers. You know, they like the good blends and the good kind. And my one son even makes his coffee with his French press. I'm not that kind of a coffee drinker. I've referred to myself as the coffee equivalent of a wino. That if that coffee at work has been in the pot for four hours, if it's still hot, I'll go in and I'll drink it. I don't know how many cups of coffee I drink a day. To be honest, I really don't keep track, but I would say on a slow day, it's probably at least 32 ounces of coffee Uh, because Saturdays or Sundays, I'll make 36 ounces and drink it all myself. So I'm a pot or two a day coffee drinker. And it's funny because it really doesn't impact me in an adverse way. I can drink coffee in the morning. I can drink coffee at night. There's very few times that I think the amount of caffeine in coffee has kept me awake. Back to college, I do remember a few times uh, in my last couple years of college during finals week when the pressure was on to study and the pressure was on to stay up and get things done that I remember a couple times by the end of the week, I could tell, I could feel in my stomach that I just had too much coffee. I was getting that nervousness. Uh, I would jokingly say I could feel that the coffee was almost to the point of starting to eat through the lining in my stomach. But those are the only times I've really had adverse consequences to coffee. And coffee does make a difference because I remember a number of years ago at the place I worked that I went in. There was one day where I'm thinking, man, I just can't get going today. I'd go in, I'd get a second cup of coffee, and I'd drink that. And I still thought, this just, something's wrong because I'm, I'm just dragging. I just can't get going today. So I went back in to get another cup of coffee, and the pot was empty. So as much coffee as I drink, I've always been one that will make coffee where I worked. So I go to make another pot of coffee, and as I go and look, I find out the only coffee we had that day was decaf. And so I realized, you know, this is not just my mind. This is not just psychosomatic that I'm getting more energy because I think I'm drinking coffee because to this day I'm missing the caffeine and I can tell the difference. I said I would drink just about any kind of coffee. One time I remember, though, another place that I worked, we had a big break room on one floor of the bank that I was at. And I went in one Monday morning, two big 100-cup coffee pots there, Uh, that they would keep coffee in and make coffee. And I went in Monday morning, poured a cup of coffee, took a swig, and apparently they had not made coffee that day. And the coffee I just took a big swig of was what had been sitting there since Friday. It was pretty nasty. So I spit that out of my mouth, and I didn't drink any more of that coffee. But as I said, I'm pretty simple with my coffee. I just like coffee with a little bit of cream. I don't really like the fancy flavors. I don't don't really like the fancy uh, flavored creamers. Just give me some good coffee, not real strong, not real weak, but some coffee that has some caffeine that helps me through the day. That's kind of my break uh, to, to stretch my legs and think for a moment to just, when I need a little bit of break, get up, go get a fresh cup of coffee, come back and get back to work. There are some benefits to coffee. A lot of people drink a lot of coffee. I'm one of those that drinks a lot of coffee. If you're not, that's okay. My wife, it's funny, I recall she took a sip of coffee in 1985, but we were moving from Texas to Alabama. We had spent the night in Louisiana somewhere, and we were both tired. 
we were driving two vehicles, so we both had to drive. And she said she was a little draggy that morning. So I said, well, why don't you try some coffee? She took a sip of mine, made an awful face, and said the taste of that was going to be enough to keep her awake for a while. And that's the last sip of coffee that I believe she has had. Not me. I need my coffee. So I do think it's in the genes. My dad was a big coffee drinker. My brother and my sister and I are all pretty big coffee drinkers. My boys are big coffee drinkers. I know some of my nephews and nieces are big coffee drinkers as well. So it runs in the family. And it's nice because when my boys are around or we have a family get together, we can just say, hey, who's ready for coffee? Make a pot of coffee, sit around, enjoy the coffee, and talk to each other. So coffee is a very popular beverage in this country and around the world. We've looked at that it also has some health benefits to it. So if you're a coffee drinker, then I raise my cup to salute you. If you're not a coffee drinker, maybe you ought to try it sometime. But I do thank you that you have joined me for this episode of Leonard Looks at Life. I hope you'll join me for future episodes. You can find me on Twitter at leonardslines.com. And I'd encourage you to check out my weekly blog, my Friday funny at leonardslines.com as well. Thank you for joining me. Have a great week and go get another cup of coffee.